Hi everybody, welcome back to the next edition here of Fitness with Feldman. I am Dr. Justin Feldman from Feldman Physical Therapy and Performance. And as we always sort of ask everybody to give us suggestions, things they'd like to hear about, we've had a bunch of people write in, ask for uh, more help with some different aspects of the mental side of fitness and sports. And so I am excited um, because we have Vienna Costanza here, who is a mental health therapist, and she specializes in working with athletes. So, Vienna, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. So, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, tell everybody about you and kind of your background, and then I'll keep poking you with questions. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, hey guys, I'm Vienna Costanzo. I'm a licensed mental health counselor, and I have a practice in Poughkeepsie and I do specialize in working with athletes, and I also specialize in anxiety disorders. Um, so I especially specialize in athletes that struggle with performance anxiety. Nice. Yes. How did you sort of get into the specialty? Like what brought you to that? Um, so I was an athlete my whole life. I played softball um, through college. Uh, I played division three softball and um, I went through some performance anxiety myself with playing sports um, in particular. And I always loved psychology, always knew I wanted to study psychology. Um, so I majored in that in undergrad in college. Um, and then I went on to get my master's in mental health counseling and now I'm licensed. Um, so I always enjoyed sports and athletics and working with athletes, um, but my own experiences kind of helped me decide that I want to go for this route. Um, so I'm hearing that my experience is another common experience <clears throat> with my clients and other athletes that I've talked to. Um, so I went from, you know, high school being the captain of the team, playing every game, never sitting, um, going to college, starting my freshman year at third base. Um, and then what happened to me, one of the last couple games of the season, um, you know, in, in softball at third base, if someone, if the batter lays down a bunt, you have to charge in. So the batter faked a bunt, I charged in, she pulled her bat back and she swung and I still reacted. It nicked my glove, but the ball hit me right in the face. Um, and thankfully I could have gotten more injured than I really did, but I was freaked out after that. Understandably so. Yeah. That's, ooh, <laughs> yes, man. Yes, yes. So, I, you know, I had a lump the size of a softball, stitches and all on my oh, forehead. Nice. A couple black eyes, you know, for a couple weeks. Um, but we only had a couple more games left in the season, you know, and I sat one of the games because I couldn't even get a helmet on my head. Um, and then my la the last game of the season, we were taking ground balls before the game, warming up, and I was scared of the ball, like for the first time in my life, terrified of the ball. And if you ever, you know, play baseball or softball, you know you can't be afraid of the ball. You have to charge it, attack it. And I was, you know, turning my head away from it. I was backing off of it, and I was missing the ball because I was scared. Um, and I still remember my coach came up to me and said, you're playing scared, which he was right, but I kind of needed a little bit more guidance 
with that. You know, yeah. it, it when he said that, it actually made me feel worse about myself. Like, crap, what's wrong with me? I suck. Like, I my head's not in it. What am I going to do? Um, so then I, you know, we had the summer and I didn't play much. I, you know, whatever, I did my basic training. Um, but then back in the fall when we did a little fall ball I went right back to being scared again I never really got over it um so my coach kind of just went ahead and moved me to second base which I haven't played in a while um you know he told me other girls were going to play third now and that was pretty much it so my confidence was shot um I was so in my head every game and you know, even my batting average went down. I was playing second base and making throwing errors. How do you make a throwing error when you're like 10 feet away from first base? You do that because your mind is not in the game. You're, you're off. Um, I was anxious. So I was kind of struggling with both anxiety and depression because, you know, I was playing second base a little bit, but then I was actually sitting half the games also because I just wasn't doing that well. Um, so being an athlete and playing softball was a huge part of my identity since I was a kid. So now I was I was depressed. I was going through like an identity crisis. Um, if I'm not good at softball, what am I good at? Like, I'm not, a, am I an athlete anymore? Like, and you know, I ended up, playing for a couple more years, but it, it got worse, you know, before every game I would have anxiety, I would feel nauseous, I would feel sick, and I didn't talk to anybody about it because I was embarrassed about it. Because athletes, you know, are supposed to be tough and nothing scares them and, you know, trying really hard to pump myself up and just do it on my own. Um, but if I would have talked to someone, especially a therapist or a mental health professional, I would have understood that this is anxiety and I would have learned the strategies how to get through that anxiety. Um, so that's kind of, that's my story and performance anxiety is something that I'm very interested in and want to continue helping athletes with. Nice. I think that sounds, it's very similar to like what I hear from a lot of other like whether it's PTs mm -hmm. or orthopedic, everyone seems to get into these sort of fields, like working with athletes as a result of past experience and past, right. you know, past things. Um, I could say in my brief history of playing like little league baseball, I was always afraid of the ball. So right. never really made it much past that <laughs> aspect yeah. of it. Um, I don't know that it ever came in contact with me. I don't know that my bat ever came in contact with the ball either, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, Thankfully, I was able to find rowing and, and move on from that. <laughs> yes. That nothing comes flying at you. Hopefully, in in that. Right. Um, so, out of curiosity, just sort of like giving people an idea, what sort of you know? I think you know we get a bunch of variety of people listening, but especially this can be especially helpful for parents to kind of right. hear as far as like noticing things in kids, also just noticing things in yourself whether you know we tend to work with a lot of runners and triathletes and you know even some you know more of like the like recreational athlete right. these things sort of like exist in everybody right what are the like symptoms that people should be kind of like on the lookout for because i think athletes tend to be kind of they have that you know similar like what you were saying like 
oh, I'll fight through this, or it's like a rough patch, or I'll get better. Right, What are the things that, like, people should be on the lookout for, whether it's, like, their kids or teammates or friends? Definitely. Um, Well, for performance anxiety specifically, um, definitely if your athlete is making silly mental mistakes, um, it just shows that their mental game is off, especially, you know, if they've been playing the sport for a long time. So if they're in college, especially high school, and you're noticing they're making very silly mental mistakes. Um, also, if they can't control their emotions on the fields, you know, like throwing things and getting angry, um, which again is normal. There's a lot of emotions in sports, but it's just a sign to look out for when you are unable to manage your emotions on the field. Um, you know, maybe to coaches and parents to even just talk to them what 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 was going on what was you know what was going on through your head that game um and there's you know anxiety is the definition of anxiety is a mental and physical reaction to perceived threats so there are physical reactions to anxiety that you can look for um, like how I went through upset stomach is actually a symptom of anxiety, um, shaking, sweating, clammy hands, you know, getting, just getting nervous before the game. You know, some people actually voice like, I'm so nervous, I'm so anxious. Um, let's see. Well, that's like, yeah, those are like the basics okay. for, for the anxiety, definitely. Nice. Now, out of curiosity, so... Let's say you kind of notice these in somebody or someone. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your sort of like recommendation for how to approach the topic with them or get get them to maybe realize that it's something more than, you know, what they think without also like insulting them or... Right. Um, kind of like I said before, usually just, you know, What's going on? You know, what were what were you thinking out there? What what were you feeling? Um, and sometimes it's hard for people to identify their emotions if they're not used to doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and of course sometimes they might be like, I don't know, I just I wasn't thinking straight. Whatever. Um, so maybe you know also normalizing um, that this is common for athletes. Um, there's kind of a cliche that's going on right now that sports are 90% mental. Um, I know that there was a survey a while ago with Olympic athletes that, you know, they most of them put the mental game as at least 50% rather than physical. So some athletes said 60, some even went up to 90. So if you just talk to your athlete about the facts that your sport is not just physical, it's mental. Why don't we work on your mental game? You know, the more confident you are, the better you're going to be able to play. Um, and just, you know, try to see what's going on from there. Yeah, I know. I at least, I mean, mostly just from personal stuff, like I spend a lot of time in like the running world mm-hmm. and um, they're starting to get a lot of that in, you know, in the running world. And people are really right. doing neat things with it and coming out with really neat, like, um, ways to train the mental side and these ideas of like doing math problems while you're running and like keeping your keeping your brain sharp and you know focused right. um, and it's interesting and it'd be interesting to sort of see that kind of like 
spread into other things and especially you know I think into like some of the youth sports I mean I think sometimes the the people that need a lot of the mental help in the youth sports tend to be the parents but the right. the athletes also you know the athletes also can benefit from from a lot of it and I think that it's almost um, you know sometimes people don't get exposed to it until there's a problem right exactly um, mm-hmm. and it's very similar to like you know when we talk about with uh, like from the, you know, the injury prevention and the rehab side of it, this idea that like, it's so hard to get people to want to prevent injuries because mm-hmm. if they're not injured, they don't think they're ever going to get injured and they right. feel invincible and it's not a problem. And I imagine you see the same on the, the mental health side. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do this. So we're at 12 minutes. We're supposed to keep them under 10. I know. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I talk um, a lot. <laughs> hopefully you have a longer commute today or however you're listening to this. Um, so we'll hold it right there and then we'll, uh, we'll come back and we'll, we'll get Vienna back on here and maybe we'll talk about some, just like how athletes could benefit from therapy and some, you know, just general mental health concerns and different ways that athletes can go about sort of addressing some of that stuff. All right. Sounds All right. good. Great. Well, have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Keep definitely, uh, shooting us some of those things you want to hear us talk about because we always are in need of ideas for content. Otherwise, you get stuck listening to us ramble on and on. Uh, Enjoy. Have a great day.